0: hello welcome, welcome back. back
1: thank you oh you're very welcome <laughs> <laughs> welcome back everybody episode six episode six god that's mad oh season oh, two oh, halfway through ah oh Jesus. yeah i didn't even notice gosh i didn't even realize that that was um, mad yeah season two yeah <laughs> okay. okay bye <laughs> cool see you next week
0: <laughs> oh we're both them. Um, I'm exhausted. I know mean, we say this every time, but we need to
1: stop recording in the evening. Why do we do this? Look, like, every it's. I just feel like it's a constant. We're going to annoy everyone now. We're like, oh, we're yeah. so tired. But yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> we yep,
0: yeah, we're love. Right. Um. So this week we are going to be talking about love languages. Um. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know why this idea came to my head because, I actually like. I've thought about this loads and I don't know if I have ever been in love in like proper in love, but so I definitely shouldn't be the kind of person who's like giving advice on it. Not that we're giving advice. We're just But it's not it's not just like relationship relationship. Like it's it's every it's every kind of relationship exactly. But yeah, um we're just gonna talk about it and um see what's happening. It's a relatively new like topic, I think. I think the first time I heard somebody talk about it was Yuanda on Love Island like oh yeah two seasons ago or three seasons ago was it? I remember hearing her talking about it. I don't think I knew what they were before that. And even then, I
1: didn't really look into it until very recently. But I thought it would be just an interesting topic. I had heard of them a good few years ago, but I I don't think I ever made much or paid much mind to it. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it it just really makes a lot of sense. So, and I think they are very important. So, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's do it. First, Peek Pit of the Week. For once, uh, I am prepared for this. Um, oh, me too. Actually, I didn't really have to think about them much. and knew exactly what I was going to talk about. Do you want to go first with your peak or your pit? I'll start with my peak. This is very random and also just like not the biggest thing ever, but went to see the new Batman movie yesterday and it was just so good. I wanted to see it mainly like I wouldn't be a big like comic book, like superhero kind of thing. I know Batman isn't exactly a superhero kind of thing, but you know, but I just had, obviously everyone has hyped him up to be probably the best Batman or I, I don't know, maybe Everyone kind of considers Christian Bale the, the original, but... Is there Robert Pattinson? Yeah, it's Robert Pattinson. Did you not know that? I didn't even
0: know there was a new Batman film until somebody was talking about it at work yesterday. And now I'm going to collect
1: my brother from the cinema tonight because he's seen it, but... He is... Honestly, he's tipped for, like, multiple awards. Like, he... So, this one was... I'm obviously not going to give away any spoilers... Well, like this one was just like very like dark film noir kind of vibes like very much a slow burn not action packed and all this and I just really liked it and it's three hours long and we all know by now like I have the attention span of a fucking like goldfish like I, I was like I am not gonna sit here for three hours but it flew by like it was so good because I feel like movies that are that long they often lag in the middle for like a half an hour 40 minutes and you're just like oh I could fall asleep now and then they get it, it picks up again but no I just really liked it yeah very right But I also haven't been to the cinema in ages and I do, I do love it. So, and I went with everyone from work. So yeah, it was nice. Lovely. Um, My peak of the week was just the day I had today.
0: I, I, I think I talked about this or I have mentioned this. I don't really have a lot of friends at home. And in the last few weeks I have met some friends through like yoga. And I say this about Eva all the time, you know, like when we met the universe, like knew that I needed you. Mm. We were like, we were meant to meet when we met, and we were supposed to have that friendship because we needed it at that time. And I feel the same about my two new friends. Like, I just, oh, I just, I'm just so happy to have like met like these friends. And like, it's nice to just have people here that I can just spend time with, like, and that are interested in what I'm interested in. And it's, you know, oh, and we just had a beautiful day together. We just chilled out and just got to know each other a little bit more and went for a dip in the freezing cold lake and just talked and ate and it was just lovely and i want to see them again tomorrow and it was just yeah it's nice wholesome yeah just so wholesome which gives me a tinge of sadness because i'm leaving quite soon and i'll be so sad to like say goodbye to them but it's fine that was um my peak of the week it was just a lovely day the sun is out the day they oh, little longer oh so nice yeah it's just oh it's just good vibes this week good good vibes
1: what's your peak or your pet of the week? Sorry. Um, yeah, so my pit of the week is just uh the whole week essentially. <laughs> um, just haven't had it's just been one of those weeks. It's just been very up and down. Had kind of just a bit of shit going on and just keeping it real. Sometimes there's not like one standout thing where you're like, Oh, that was a bit annoying. It's like it just the whole week generally has there's something in the energy at the moment. I don't know, was it moons or what, but I yeah, I just yeah, this week has been rough. Yeah. Just like very up and down and yeah, just look. Sometimes we all have those weeks where the whole you're just like, Okay, can it just be over, please? But yeah.
0: Well hopefully last night was like the end of the bad week. Hopefully that was a start of a new, fresh week.
1: Yeah, and like I've I've been trying to do this for quite a while now and like instead of being like, Oh my god, I'm having such shit week. Oh my god, this is horrible. Why well mm-hmm. you know just be like, look, it's just it's a shit day. Tomorrow is probably gonna be better. If it's not better tomorrow, it might be better the next day. Do everyone just have has those down days or those down weeks. Um Um, And yeah, just keeping it real. Bad week, not a bad life. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Hard to remind yourself of that sometimes though, isn't it? When you get into this like rut or like slump, you'll feel better soon. You've got this. Thanks, (laughs) Um, My pit of the week is that I got COVID again. So yeah, last time I got it, I... It wasn't that mad, to be honest. I was like 10 days off work. I just get to spend time with myself doing whatever I want. Yes, please. This time, now that the world has like opened up again, I was mad. I was like, no, I don't want this. I had to spend seven days in my room. <laughs> I didn't want to. Um, and I found it really difficult. The actual isolation part was actually not awful. I wasn't particularly sick. I had a little bit of a sore throat, tickly cough and... Uh, just like fatigue but like I wasn't very sick but it was the coming out of isolation I found hella hella tough and I have been as my friend Lila would say having a watery week I haven't actually cried once this week but like I don't think there's been a day where I haven't been like on the brink of tears and I don't know why but I think if you've had like a history with like depression or anxiety or anything that like being in a room by yourself in darkness and being alone was comfortable in an escape and hiding then it just felt all too familiar um in isolation and trying to come out again was really difficult because I became too comfortable in like in my own little space in my room hiding away from everything kind of so yeah, I found coming out of isolation very difficult and I was just
1: kind of down
0: and sad all
1: week. We spoke about this because I don't think this was actually when I had COVID, but um, I think I had, did I have like a few days off or something a, a couple of weeks ago? Um, oh, I did, yeah, because we went to the wedding and everything. So I came back from that and I had like, I think it was three days of just being in the house and not seeing anyone and not speaking to anyone and not doing anything. Like I literally, I don't think I actually left the house to even. I didn't need to. So, and I remember the next day then I went out and got the train to work and everything. And I was I, I was sad on the train and I swear I was nearly having like an anxiety attack like I was having to calm myself down in my head and it was just because I I was I then went into work and I felt absolutely fine and I was saying to the girls I was like when will I learn that it is not good for me to be stuck in a house by myself with no communication or even seeing the outside world for three days when will I learn it's just it's like I walked outside and I was like oh god people life the world's still still going on everyone like just yeah just too much yeah it's it's tough going yeah
0: but yeah because I feel like a lot of people like dreaded the isolation and find the isolation really tough and couldn't get wait to get out again where I was kind of the opposite and I was in my element which is really not a good place for me to be because yeah sometimes you get too comfortable in misery and in being sad and it's yeah it's not always a good thing but yeah I definitely had a few low mood days there coming out of isolation so I'm glad I'm kind of out of it again but yeah that's that let's talk about love languages What are love languages Sarah? So love languages are how you express heartfelt love to either your partner or maybe friends and family as well. There's a theory by Gary Chapman and each person has one primary and one secondary love language. So how do we figure out what our love languages are um, and what our partner's love languages are?
1: So essentially to discover your own love language or anyone, someone else's, you can kind of observe the way that you express love to others and then analyze maybe what you kind of complain about or request more of and obviously vice versa than your partner or even friends or anything.
0: So basically he theorizes that people tend to give love in the way that they prefer to receive love. So if your love languages don't match your partner, obviously you need to like maybe change the way that you give love but basically how you can work out what your love language is there is quizzes since this guy Gary Chapman wrote his book and theorized all this there's been quizzes so you can also take the quiz but I think also if you can just kind of like think about the ways that you express love then that kind of tells you your love language but yeah, it's so basically, if you find out your partner's love language, then it's going to lead to a better relationship because you know how they like to be loved and like vice versa. They can love you how you want to be loved. You can love them how they want to be loved. So Eva, let's give the listeners a little example. We did ask on Instagram and 77% of you know
1: what love languages are. So that's good. But for those of you who don't, this is just a little example so an example would be like let's say if a husband's love language is acts of service he might be confused when he does the laundry and his wife doesn't kind of perceive that as an act of love maybe kind of she views it as simply performing household duties and not really considering it much else because the love language she comprehends is words of affirmation so verbal affirmation that he loves her she may try to use what she values words of affirmation to express her love to him uh, which then he would not value as much as she does so if she he kind of understands his love language and realises how he expresses love and how he would like to receive love and then she let's say cuts the grass for him he perceives it in his love language as an act of expressing her love for him likewise if he tells her like verbally that he loves her she would value that as an act of love
0: yeah, so it can sound a bit like confusing there, that example, because there's like different love languages thrown in there. Um it can sound a bit confusing, but basically there are five main love languages. I've actually, when I was like researching, I've seen like websites that have seven, eight, nine, ten like loads but the theory by gary chapman had five love languages so we're gonna go through them now there are five so words of affirmation quality time physical touch acts of service and receiving gifts. so we'll go through them then we'll talk about what we think our own love languages are and then shall we do our instagram questions after that okay
1: perfect So if let's say your partner's love language is words of affirmation, then they place importance on what you literally say to to them. They'll appreciate compliments, thank yous, handwritten notes and letters and hearing kind of what they mean to others. They tend to notice and care about the details like a new haircut or like, you know, the little kind of things. Well, yeah, details essentially. They're often sensitive and aware of their surroundings and they tend to know how to make others feel better and they want the same in return. So examples of that would be like if if you have someone in your life whose love language is words of affirmation like you could say to someone I'm thankful for etc something that they do or something that they how they are how they express themselves whatever I love how you do this or I love how you know like you care about people or you whatever or literally just saying to someone like I'm lucky to be with you like that would mean a lot to people whose love language is kind of words of affirmation yeah
0: so then some benefits of I suppose understanding your partners, if it's words of affirmation, It'll strengthen your communication. and um, it'll make your partner feel appreciated. It can give people like a greater sense of self-worth. So, obviously, if somebody if their love language is words of affirmation and they're not hearing from you, you know that you love them, that you appreciate them, then maybe it's going to affect their like self-esteem and stuff like that. So, it'll give them a better sense of self-worth. And studies shown that giving compliments can lead to a greater sense of well-being. So, it's going to like improve their. Mental health and stuff as well. So that's good. So we've got some do's and don'ts. So the first one is be empathetic and demonstrate you know how they feel. Show your appreciation. Say I love you a lot. Some write letters, leave notes, or some like pointers, and you can point out their strengths and having pet names for each other, which I think is so cute. I don't think I've like I have like a like nickname, people call me Sal or sad sometimes, but I don't think I've ever had like a pet think It's so no, cute. No,
1: I can't. I my name is too short <laughs> <laughs> but a pet name doesn't
0: have to necessarily be like related to your name you know how like i don't even know. i was gonna say like chicken or something
1: <laughs> like, yeah well to be fair neve like neve calls me chicken all the time mm, yeah, yeah, yeah that kind of thing it's cute um and then the don'ts so don't be mean or like hurtful with your words that is just oh god please don't do that don't be overly critical don't make fun of someone or kind of tease them too much um. obviously it depends on the person if you're very sarcastic like me obviously like I mean I I can take it I'll also give it back if you're a sarcastic person. yeah exactly if you notice someone is you know doesn't really take it very well mm-hmm. don't use words to manipulate someone don't take shortcuts in expressing love to them so like don't fake it and don't just say it because you know they want to hear it or like they'll appreciate it like because I feel like they would be able to tell
0: yeah they'll know that it's not genuine like see if they like message you and say oh i love you and you reply l y oh get in the bin get in the bin (laughs) no that is definitely something that would trigger them and they would probably overthink that and like it would hurt them which is like oh
1: yeah don't do that and don't withhold kind words as punishment
0: yeah Okay, so the next one is quality time. This one centers around togetherness. So it's important to give your undivided attention, um, especially in the world we're living with in now. You should put down your phone when you're with them. Yeah. Um. they'll feel more important loved and special when you're with them because of technology obviously quality time is becoming a little bit more scarce Um. and being close in proximity doesn't actually always mean you're together so just because you're like sitting right beside each other mm-hmm. you know you still need to like give them your undivided attention and like be actually present in the moment. So some examples of how to show love or be present with somebody whose love language is quality time, making eye contact with them, listening like actively, so focusing on them, like your body language, leaning in, affirm what they're saying. So, you know, when they're speaking, you're nodding your head or you're agreeing with them and asking like thoughtful questions and avoid giving advice unless it's asked for. Which I think like just in general,
1: that's a good word, isn't it? I remember I said this in 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 an episode way, way back, 90% of the time. If someone's talking to you about something, they're not actually looking for your opinion. Yeah, they just want an ear. Just want an ear, yeah.
0: Yeah. So quality time partners are more interested in feeling understood and they're looking for empathy and compassion. They don't always want their situation fixed. They're not necessarily coming to you for you to like solve all their problems. They just kind of want an ear for listening, a shoulder to cry on and somebody to just be with so yeah um some
1: do's and don'ts eva so do set limits on technology put your phone away during dinner or like even if you go out for coffee like if it's if you're literally just spending quality time with them one-on-one your attention should just be on them focus on quality not quantity quality meaning like meaningful conversations etc make plans initiate making plans be spontaneous that's a good one develop a routine so look for small ways to connect daily be present and available just be there through tough times and stay in the moment where you're saying there
0: develop like routine like small ways to connect like even if it's like every day like religiously have your like coffee together in the morning or your tea together or even like brushing your teeth together at night that kind of thing I feel like that's kind of thing they appreciate and it, it's the small things isn't it exactly from don't don't complain about spending time together Oh my god Imagine if someone Can play Imagine I've definitely heard Examples of this Where like Somebody's maybe I don't know Wanting to do something And like you've made plans And then they're like Oh oh, do we have to do this Or that must just be So hurtful for somebody Who has this As their love language Resist the urge To do something else When you're doing Stuff with them So like again Technology Like obviously If you get like a phone call Or like you need to reply to a message I don't think that's a big deal. But like aimlessly Like scrolling On Instagram Or TikTok talk when you're with someone that no don't do
1: that I will I know we'll talk about our own later but like quality time is not one of mine but just that little thing like if I'm if I'm actively speaking to someone and I'm telling them a story or like saying anything to them and like want someone to listen and they're just on their phone even if they're just nodding and they're like saying yeah 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 and I'm just like I'll just leave will I yeah (laughs) I'll just go and you can come back to me then when you want to give me the time of day like it's so it's so rude
0: uh, yeah, no, uh, sometimes you, you do be in a conversation and you just think to yourself, I wonder if I stopped talking, I would anybody even notice. Yeah,
1: yeah. I wonder if I stopped talking, would they just keep saying, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Would well, they realize I even stopped talking?
0: <laughs> yeah. And the last one, don't forget what your partner needs in order to be loved. So all they need is your just attention. And it's not like, it's not like you're being needy or anything. It's just, that's how they receive love. So that's that's all they want.
1: So moving on to the next one, Eva. So the third one is acts of service. So this is beneficial in every, well, all of these are beneficial in every relationship, but especially this one. Um, Although you can have this as specifically your main love language so it's best described as doing something for your partner that they'd like so watering their plants or cooking for them or like washing up, like housework that kind of thing like just if you realize that your partner might be a little bit stressed about something and you can take the weight off that by like that doing something around the house or cooking or getting their lunch for them or even like you know bringing coffee to work on their lunch break things like that so if you give up your time essentially to do things for your partner they will see that as acts of service and, and really appreciate that not Nonverbal form of love can be time consuming and exhausting. But if it's what your partner needs, it will obviously be worth the effort. So pay attention to the small things. So how they like their tea, their favorite TV show, things like that. Consider things they don't enjoy doing. So taking out the bins or walking the dog. You know, they could love doing all the other things. But if you can pick up on those one or two things that you know, they really, really appreciate if you do because they just hate doing it. Focus on things that are easy to work into your schedule. So if you're an early riser, make breakfast, coffee in bed things like that, and utilize your strengths. If you're more hands-on, change the light bulbs, just as an example.
0: Yeah, that one, I think, is, like, particularly, like, beneficial, obviously, in relationships, especially, I think, if you live with somebody. Because, like, you need to feel like a lot of, obviously, the acts of service, a lot of it's day-to-day, like, household duties. And it's it's kind of, it's important to be, like, sharing them out, obviously, in a relationship. But, yeah, I think it's important to feel like the workload is like being shared Shared, and you know and it's not just being left to like one person and yeah especially I think if you do say if your partner's uh, love language is acts of service like if you do something that you don't necessarily enjoy doing that's going to really show them how much you really want to like show your love which is really yeah without being asked you know if you're asked to do it it's not the same thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so the next one is physical touch. So they prefer physical expressions of love. It's not all about the sex. It could be a hug, shoulder squeeze, handhold, just something that's meaningful. Even like a kiss on the forehead. Just, yeah, something that's meaningful. It's not always like intimate. But there are two types of physical touch. There's intimate touch and non-intimate touch. So a few examples of each. So intimate touch, a kiss, doesn't always have to lead to sex and in many cultures it's like an act of respect like greeting or affection mm-hmm. you know like in European countries like you know giving each other like kiss on each cheek yeah. that kind of thing or even people kiss your hands where does where's that oh yeah I love that you know like in um I'm actually reading Bridgerton at the moment but when you watch it when uh Simon grabs Daphne's hand he just gives her a little kiss and you're like oh it's so Sweet. cute yeah next one holding hands so it can be in public or in private it's just something easy that you can do um and it's actually been studied that it like instantly releases like mood boosting endorphins like so like all you need to do is just hold their hand and you've like instantly made them happy yeah and like i think it like makes people feel protected as well and you just feel connected the next one cuddling so like physically being like wrapped up together with your partner just obviously brings you physically closer together, but like more emotionally connected as well. So, um, so another example of intimate touch, um, is skin to skin. So it can be sexual, non-sexual. It's just like a way of showing your partner that like you're there for them. Mm -hmm. And it's just a great way to like feel connected to somebody, I think. And like that's why a lot of dads in the delivery room like during labor it's like the instant like skin to
1: skin with their child it's like a way to bond and connect Mm -hmm. you see so many uh clearly i have like a specific algorithm that i've formed on tiktok but i see (laughs) so many videos lately of dads holding their babies for the first time and it's only when they like literally just are sat there in the corner of the room and hold like do skin to skin and they just like burst into tears it's just so lovely
0: yeah, so obviously, um, the like main benefit of physical touch as a love language is that you just express love without having to say a word, and it's just the easiest thing you just obviously can be intimate and create like emotional physical intimacy with somebody just by reaching your hand out sweet
1: yeah so in terms then of non-intimate touch so little things like rubbing your partner's back or sitting side by side um or tickling like oh my god I love like back tickles or like just I like the like rubbing your partner's back one, you know, you like you can literally be just like having conversation, you can be in a group setting and having conversation and like just having like your hand on, on their back or something like that can be really comforting. Um, when we argue, like all of us in general, you tend to f- move physically away from each other. Mm-hmm. If your love language or your partner's love language is physical touch, the best way to reconnect is to touch your partner. So, like you said, like literally, it could just be like reaching out a hand. Like you could be sat on opposite sides of the sofa, like still fuming at each other, but then you're kind of coming to and you're like, mm, I'm not that annoyed at them anymore. So, like, let's just, <laughs> let's just let a little ceasefire it could just be like just reaching out and just like holding their hand, things like that. Yeah. Cause it's so sometimes it's just awkward to like
0: break the silence, isn't it? But you just yeah. like, Yeah, reach out your hand or like give them a hug then it often just like... Says it all. Like, it's exactly, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Another good point uh, which I have been in, experienced, is um, long distance relationships. With video calls, your body language is really important. So like giving undivided attention and like eye contact, it's like inviting body language. Mm -hmm. Obviously if you are in a long distance relationship and your love language is physical touch, that is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, as I said, which I have experienced, but mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like if obviously the undivided attention with like video calls and things like that, but the body language is a real thing as well. Like if you're, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but if your love language is physical touch, you pick up on people's body language, like you wouldn't believe. Like it's so, it's glaringly obvious.
0: Yeah. When somebody's like not interested or like somewhere, their mind is somewhere else. Yeah.
1: And like they could, they could seem like they're giving you their undivided attention and they're like acknowledging what you're saying and they're nodding along and they're having like verbal like communication with you. But it's just, no, I could just tell them if someone's not you there. You know, straight away. You
0: know. Yeah. Um, and I seen actually when I was like researching and like looking at stuff um, to learn a little bit more, they say like actually setting up a date an actual date like so like you both either like order the same takeaway or make the same thing for dinner and sit down and eat together like have like a drink together or even I know over lockdown like lots of people like use the app I don't actually know what it's called but like you watch the film at the same time together so yeah. like you're in sync or like even Personally, like play like games. the exact
1: same time yeah. yeah yeah
0: like that kind of thing um would definitely make it easier obviously it's obviously not an ideal situation to be if that is your love language but that's just
1: some tips to
0: kind of make it a little bit easier i guess yeah
1: so the last um love language then is receiving gifts so this i'm just going to preface this sounds really like (laughs) um what's the word shallow yeah but just it's not it's it's Mm -hmm. not that bad um like i said it is most often misconstrued so it can seem like someone is just greedy um or as if the recipient is like fixated on things not the care not the act mm. but if someone's love language is gift giving or gift receiving whatever and you do give them a little gift it conveys the message that I was thinking about you when I saw this or like you're always on my mind
0: this reminded me a few
1: yes oh, someone yeah. said this to me today actually and I was like oh my god it, it is like tiny little. it's not like going out and like buying someone a car or like hmm. oh like buying someone a really nice piece of jewelry when you're on holiday yeah. like it's literally like they said you know if you finish work and you meet someone like your partner and they've literally just bought you a bottle of water because it's like I was just thinking about you thought you might want to drink literally just something as small as that can be like so meaningful yeah the meaning of like receiving gifts as your love language like it isn't extravagance like we said but it's rather the sentimentality of it Mm -hmm. so a person with this love language will cherish the gift however small every time they see it it's a reminder that they're loved yeah that's so sweet isn't it so how to tell if that is someone's love language. They buy you something after hearing you speak about it. So they've remembered that that is something that you would appreciate. Pay attention to their reaction. Um, so are they uncomfortable or embarrassed? Uh, are they enthusiastic and put it on display like in their house or anything like that? If you get them a little gift. Also just ask them. <laughs> yeah. Like it's obvious, but like literally just ask someone like things like that.
0: Yeah. If it doesn't come like naturally to you. Um, obviously it might be your partner's love language, but if it's not yours, it might necessarily come naturally. You might think about it. It's important like to make the effort. So like just like even what Eva was saying about the water bottle, like even like if you're like passing like a bakery or like a cafe on the way home from work and you just stop in and get them a pastry or like bring them a coffee. Like it's just for them, for the person who whose love language that is, it's like small little reminders mm-hmm. for you know for them to remind them. that you love them
1: yeah and like I this is also of what I'm about to say is an example that it's not just like intimate relationships like it can literally be anything but I actually had a clients in work this was weeks and weeks ago now but i had seen them like a good few times and i think it was their wedding yeah it was their her engagement ring and their wedding rings and everything like that and so i had met them i had like five or six long appointments with them so you do get to know people quite well and i had mentioned there's a shop upstairs um hotel chocolat or whatever it is upstairs in the shopping center and i'd never been it was around christmas time and it just came up and so weeks later anyway when we eventually sorted everything out for them and was like, oh, like, see you again soon, whatever, bye. And they were obviously thanking me so much. They left and I went into the kitchen on my break and one of the girls came and got me. And the couple came back and had gone up to Hotel Chocolat and bought me, like, beautiful chocolates because they were like, oh, we, like, remember that you mentioned, like you know, you've never been, you never had them. And like, just thanks for all your help and everything. And like this, that's not one of my love languages, but like that made me emotional. So imagine if that was someone's love. Like, it's just so lovely little things like that. I just so want to stress that it is not like... Expensive things. No, or just even materialism. That's the word.
0: Yeah. No. But like that's an example of one of the people in that couple. Obviously, that's probably one of their love languages. So in their mind, they're like, Oh my god, well, I would love if somebody did that for me. So I'm gonna do this for her because I want to show her I appreciate the work. That she did for yeah. her, kind of like, anyway, yeah, yeah, and then obviously, there's negatives that come with knowing someone's love language as well. So, with like gift giving and receiving, not getting your partner something on, like, say, a special occasion, whether it's like a birthday, an anniversary, something like that, that would be like really hurtful to them so like you might think it's like irrelevant like you might think valentine's day is important and you don't want to receive or do anything for valentine's day but for them maybe it's like a day of them celebrating their love for you and vice versa and so they're like oh my goodness, they didn't get me anything for Valentine's Day, they mustn't love me. <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah. there is there is a dark side to knowing each other's love languages because then you're like you're basically <laughs> equipped with the knowledge of how to hurt your partner the most because you know what's going to cut the deepest. Yeah. And obviously, like there's things that you should avoid to prevent hurting them. And it's important to be like aware of your behaviors that might impact them like your partner more than it would even impact you or others. so mm. your love language might be words of affirmation but if their love language is words of affirmation then you start like as Eva was giving an example earlier teasing them or like taking the piss everybody everybody likes teasing and like mm. joking around but There's for for them yeah the line is probably a lot closer than it is for somebody whose love language isn't words of affirmation and yeah that's not good. So yeah. The majority of us have one or two dominant love languages, um, but each of us technically speak all five. So it's ideal to speak all the love languages while you're in a relationship, but obviously place emphasis on your partner's love language so you can show them that you love them in the way that is like meaningful and important to them. But for now, let's talk about our own love languages, mm-hmm. which... I'm kind of having difficulty with figuring out, but anyways,
1: let's, yeah. let's talk about it. Eva, do you want to go first on yours or? So mine, I am pretty much like straight down the middle with two. Mm-hmm. So my main one is physical touch. I actually did this quiz first years ago and then I redid it about mm, six or seven months ago, I'd say. And they were still the same, but um, I think it was something like 33% physical touch and like 32% words of affirmation or something like that but mm-hmm. very very like strong on both so yeah physical touch and words of affirmation personally they come like completely hand in hand like you you know the way some people say like oh you're just all talk like you you know you, it's all like you say all these things but you don't actually show them mm-hmm. um, or vice versa like that is me like you can tell me you love me all you want but like if i don't actually feel like physically that you love me like you know just little touches here and there whatever like mm-hmm. then i just feel like like it's like cold and even little things like i am such a like touchy person like i I will hug everyone obviously I know I'm very aware that a lot of people don't like being hugged and like two of my colleagues I work with like they do not like being hugged at all so I don't do that but I'm just very like even if I'm having a conversation with someone like and they say something funny like you know the way if someone says something funny you'll like touch them on the arm while you're laughing or mm-hmm. something like I don't know I'm just very much like that I just think for me it's a it's a comfort thing like and obviously it's one of the ways that I receive love like whether it's friends or family or yeah, relationship, intimate relationships but so then I just naturally think that like other people would like that too. Yes. So yeah. And then words of affirmation. I, I'm very sensitive to the, the way in which people say things. Something that I'm, I'm very, very big on as well is I absolutely love letters like letters and notes like seeing like words like physically written down on paper a text is not the same thing okay it's not <laughs> yeah I just love like letters and even like little notes I don't know there's something about someone's handwriting as well like just the fact that they took time and effort to actually write things down for you yeah it's just really nice so yeah essentially any kind of expression of like someone's appreciation for me or like little compliments or like gratitude, encouragement is a big one as well. Yeah, those two would be my my main.
0: So your primary would be physical touch then and your secondary
1: would be words of affirmation? Yeah. Okay. Depends on the day, I think, which is more prominent, but yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's fair. So I actually, so I haven't been in an intimate, like romantic relationship in a while. So I'm still quite confused about mine. So I did the quiz, so... I was 30% words of affirmation, Mm -hmm. 23% physical touch, 23% quality time, 13% gift giving and 10% active service. So obviously the overriding one there is words of affirmation. Mm. But I was trying to think about this and I was trying to think, obviously because I haven't been in a romantic relationship, I was trying to think of how I show love to people around me and for me, I think the primary way that I actually show love is gift giving, which is interesting. So I actually don't think, I don't necessarily think that words of affirmation is actually a, like accurate to say my love language. A, because I've not actually been in a romantic relationship. So I think it'll be something for me to actually learn more about myself the next time I am in one because I think for me words of affirmation kind of stems to my mental health Mm. because I when I'm in the unknown I need reassurance so I don't do well whenever I'm in the unknown for like many reasons of things that have happened to me and certain like traumas Mm. and but I like like I discussed this one with my therapist recently Did I actually mention this On the podcast recently I think I talked In one of the earlier episodes In this season About when I was In the unknown About the job opportunity And that week Where I was waiting To hear back I spiralled And there was two other Kind of things That happened around A similar time And I was kind of left In the dark about things And I could not function As a normal human Mm -hmm. And my therapist Talked me through this And we were talking about All the like neurological reasons And because of the like Past traumas And I need I need to be told Something I can't be left in the dark me and you were the exact
1: same mm. with this and i no. feel me and you are very good with like we give each other like we're very good with words yes, to each other we do. yeah
0: yeah absolutely so that's what came up as my primary physical touch i am exact same as either i love giving people hugs i am so yeah i love like i will hug everyone obviously they don't want to be hugged they don't get hugged. i respect yeah. people's <laughs> people's physical boundaries but I do you just automatically go to hug people or even if I'm standing I'm chatting to them I'll like give them like a little rub on the shoulder that kind of thing yeah but yeah what was interesting for me whenever I was like trying to figure out without the quiz because you know when you know the answers to a quiz it kind mm. of influences whenever you're answering questions but I yeah I love giving people gifts and I love personalizing and actually making gifts so Eva uh... like I've made Eva a bag I've made her like a home like a housewarming gift when Cora had COVID I sent her a care package I like I love giving people gifts like and it's a, like I was in Big Tesco's the last day and I seen things and I instantly thought of my nephew and there's he doesn't have a birthday there's no occasion but I just I seen these things and it reminded me of him so I wanted to get mm. them. And then I seen this moisturizer and it was it was like lavender and magnesium like moisturizer. And it's like to help you relax before bed. And mommy had mentioned a few days before that, that she was having trouble sleeping. So I was like, oh, I'll get this for mommy. So mm. I don't actually I'm like, is that one of my prominent
1: love languages? Because that's how I show love. Yeah. Do you know what I find interesting, though, right, is do you find because I would be very much the exact same. If somebody has mentioned something to me that they would love, I keep it. I'm like, ooh, next like birthday present idea or like just any random thing at all. If someone has mentioned something that they like, I tend to like keep it in my head and like any opportunity that I can, I'll like pick up on that for them. But do you find that you like receiving gifts just as much as you like giving gifts or is it just giving?
0: I do enjoy receiving gifts as long as there's meaning and sentiment behind them. Yeah. yeah, So like I, like my birthday just passed there, I got meaningful gifts. My mommy got me unlimited yoga for the new studio that I went to. She got me like a little ceramic yoga person doing yoga. Mm. Um, Like my siblings got me Lululemon yoga shorts, like yoga pants. They got me something like, Everything I got... I had mentioned and they had listened to and they got me without me like outright like mentioned. asking for it mm, yeah. which obviously I really appreciate but yeah actually while we're, I meant to mention this on the topic of gift giving we're kind of on the topic now so I'm going to go mm. with it but again haven't been in a relationship recently I don't have like a personal experience recently but just thinking on people whose gift giving may be their their love language and I mentioned already about like how if it's not normal like for you or like if it's not your love language and it might feel like difficult for you to do I don't think I would really enjoy if somebody always wanted me to tell them what to get me for Christmas or for my birthday I yeah. like people to think and decide
1: themselves yeah yeah what to get me to me there's no meaning in that, of, that there's no sentimental value in that at all yeah Well, there is like there is, but like I, it would mean more to me if somebody just actively went out and looked for something that they, you know, you would they would just see something and think, oh, that would be her, or or oh, she loved that, or she's mentioned things like that before yeah instead of thinking do you know what I actually don't know can you just tell me what you want so I can get it over with yeah or just
0: like oh I couldn't be arsed to thinking like just tell me what you want or oh here I'll just give you my card and you just decide no that obviously doesn't apply to all couples because if nobody in the relationship has gift giving as a love language then it's not really going to be a big deal but if somebody's prominent love language is gift giving then that's not really going to be good for them it's not going to work for them you know yeah so yeah, my, mine are all over the place because two of them are both 23%. One of them's 30%, but I don't know, does that actually relate to love languages or is that just my own mental mm. health
1: things that I'm going to like work through? Yeah, they're probably they're probably intertwined a little bit. Yeah. Another thing, just on what you said about like someone telling you what they want or something, like, this just made me mm-hmm. think of that. I don't know if this actually like, directly associates with with words of affirmation being my love language but Mm -hmm. it drives me up the wall one of my biggest pet peeves is when people don't listen to what I say and remember what I say if I have somebody that I have to repeat myself two three four times oh my god it drives me up like I can't stand or if I've mentioned something to someone and then I pick up on it again I'm like oh do you remember that time do you remember when I said I love like so and such and such and they're like oh my god do you I didn't know that and it's like I literally told you yeah I literally said I did that, that just really oh I don't know it's just it annoys me I don't like I said I don't know in my own head they they kind of relate to that relates to like words of affirmation and like and quality time because it
0: means that they're not really they weren't really listening or giving yeah, you the attention at the time yeah. they're all intertwined though isn't it like that's why like they say that like you should speak all five in every relationship and like obviously focus on the ones that um your partner is your primary and your and that's but yeah Shall we go to Instagram? Yes. See what the listeners are thinking and saying. Um, so I already mentioned 77% of you know what love languages are. Next question we asked then was, do you know what your love language is? And 64% of people do and 36% of people don't. So maybe actually we'll link the quiz if you want to do the quiz. But I think a good tip is like realizing how you give love yourself, watching how your partner gives love and then giving it back to them
1: the same way. Sorry, my chair squeaking, guys. Um, but yeah, next one. Tying into that, then we asked, do you know what your, if you have a partner, do you know what your partner's love language is? So 58% of people said yes and 42% of people said no. That's a high percentage for no, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, really? And then we asked,
0: do you think it's important to know your partner's love language? And 90% of you said
1: yes. I think maybe that when people answered no to, do you know what your partner's love language is? I wonder the people who answered no to, do you know what love languages are in general? Mm. You know what I mean, like, I wonder if, if some of those people are not. Yeah.
0: Very- but it's interesting to know, like, that 90% of you think it's important to know them but 42% of you don't actually know them so why have you not asked
1: them (laughs) yeah yeah did you you mention that in like how like literally just ask like Mm -hmm. what is how do you express and appreciate it yeah. yeah we did her. actually
0: ask um yeah. do you feel comfortable communicating your needs when it comes to love languages in relationships so let's read some
1: answers um so yeah do you feel comfortable communicating your needs when it comes to love languages and relationships So someone said, only more recently, it's so important for both parties to communicate their needs because nobody is a mind reader. Tell your partner when you're not feeling the love and also tell them how you feel loved and want to be loved. Might be through your love language or not. That answer kind of made me think because I'm sure there are many times when, let's say your primary love language is being met and your partner might think that's all that or you even might think that that's all that needs to be done. But going back to what we were saying about make sure you speak all five. So when this person is like, it might be through your love language or not, like it could be a complete the other different love language that you wouldn't have thought was important to you but it turns out it actually is yeah so yeah
0: communicate. Exactly. But yeah, loads of answers saying yes, um, partners aren't mind readers. Another good answer was, it's very important to establish love languages and work together on meeting each other's needs. For your own peace of mind, you have to. Um, My partner thought he was loving me fully based on his love of languages, but then I had to talk to him about how we're different in the sense that I appreciate being loved in my way. Now we learn together and we've grown closer as a couple because of our ability to communicate our love needs communication people it's all down to communication <laughs> communication is key yeah. um and then another answer was not really i have issues with that kind of intimacy but i've been working on it for a while now that's good as long as you're working on it
1: it can be a very intimate thing to like be vulnerable and say like look this yeah. is how i actually like want a need to be loved yeah um yeah um so then we just asked in general, what are your guys' love languages? First one was acts of service. This person also said, love the top. this topic, gals. Can't wait for the episode. Thanks. Funnily enough, I, this is one of my very good friends and I didn't know that that's her love language. <laughs> I wouldn't have said that. Someone else said physical touch. Someone else said quality time. Physical touch again.
0: Then we've got words of affirmation and physical touch. So it must be a primary and secondary one then. Um, somebody said they're their love language is physical touch and gift giving and his is physical touch and quality time got another one quality time um, another one acts of service dominant with physical touch and his is physical touch and quality
1: time acts of service and words of affirmation one person's is physical touch the other is acts of service someone said gift giving or receiving gifts and then them doing things for me without me asking for them to do it, which is what we said in the um, acts of service one. Yeah. It can't just be every time someone asks you, it's not the same thing. Yeah. So we asked,
0: do you think you can be not compatible with someone based on love languages? And 66% of you said no. So I think I think that I think I would agree with that I think it's all just about as Eva said communicating and just learning how to love someone the way they want to be loved it's it's not that you're not compatible it's just that maybe you just haven't figured out the way it works for
1: you obviously 34% of you said yes um but yeah so then we asked do your love languages translate to your platonic relationships too? 76% Mm-hmm. 76% of people said yes it's the same 24% of people said no it's totally different
0: It is interesting isn't it? I suppose everybody's different yeah I don't know what I think I think like for me I think it's like well I'm like for me it's only friendship relationships I have to compare to right now <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like for me I think like I'm very yeah I'm very like physical touch even in like friendships like I'm Mm. always like hugging my friends or whatever Mm. I'll always like when I go to work and I see my favourite people in work I like instantly give them a hug when I see my work bestie like once a week I instantly like it's like a big run to give each other a hug like because I haven't seen him in a week so I think for me it's it is definitely in friendships for me gift giving is a big one like I love giving them and it's not like it's not expensive gifts because I don't have the money for that (laughs) yeah i just like getting them
1: things that i know they'll enjoy yeah it's the sentimental yeah exactly essentially i'm pretty much just like anything sentimental i'll just take (laughs) i'll have it thank you very much (laughs) interestingly right so going back to when i said uh one of my best friends answered um her love language is acts of service and remember how i just said i didn't actually know that Mm -hmm. her love language her platonic love languages are completely different to her like romantic love language so that explains why I didn't know that her love, <laughs> love language is yeah. acts of service uh, so that is actually very interesting I wish the people who had said no it's totally different had like we would put up a little question box and they'd explained why I'd love to know why that's interesting I wonder what her friendship one is I'd probably say quality time um we also asked if you've had an
0: experience communicating your love language needs with your partner for example your love language is physical touch and you'd like them to hold your hands more often etc and um, how did they react and very nicely 80 percent said really well unfortunately 20 percent of you said not good which is very upsetting and sad but i'm glad to know that it's not
1: many um But yeah That's really annoying actually Like how If someone like communicates How you want to be loved And how you give love Like how can you get A negative reaction to that Like that's ridiculous That
0: is just like Obviously a telltale sign That you're not actually Compatible and they're not for you So at least Good you find out But like You know Somebody actually said In relation to that I used to think I was just needy But then we both did the quiz And um, it all made way more sense
1: Honestly It does make
0: so much sense For sure And then we just asked you guys If you had any more thoughts Um, Any messages you wanted to share with us? And somebody shared, great topic. I genuinely don't think we'd still be together if it wasn't for me reading what I think was an email from Cosmo being like, love languages, are you even compatible? I delved so deep into this subject at the time then because we were always bickering and feeling a bit like we weren't working out. But before that, I didn't really know anything about love languages. Never mind what my own even was. I will die in the hill telling people that love languages aren't bullshit when you learn what your significant other's language is and commit to showing them your love in their way it makes for such a wholesome and easy time growing your love together love the pod by the way keep up the great work ladies thank you but yeah I wholeheartedly agree with that message and it's so nice to hear that you were able to like put in the work and obviously it might be quite difficult for people if it's really not one of their primary love languages to like work on showing their love in that way I can definitely feel strange but it's so nice that and even for people who are listening at the moment maybe you're going through a rough patch with your partner and you don't know why maybe maybe this is the reason maybe this can help you but yeah that's a great message i was very glad to get that and also this gal i she's so great She is so knowledgeable and she always sends us such interesting messages and um is always very engaged in our research on stories so Shout out to you. You're great. But yeah, that was all your messages and feedback from Instagram. So thank you very much for sharing. This episode was a lot shorter than usual, (laughs) but but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. Um I yeah, I actually really, really enjoyed the research I did on this and it's making me very you know what I'm excited to learn more about my own love language I don't think I will be able to do that without like getting out there in the dating world <laughs> before I get into like everything yeah. I think that's where I will learn like a lot about myself but yeah it was really interesting and um, we were just talking before this as well I think maybe in a few episodes time we're going to cover attachment styles because it's all kind of related, intertwined I have read a little bit about this but I have a book that I need to start and I know my friend's reading it at the moment as well uh, which touches on attachment styles and yeah it's really interesting to find out why you have the attachment
1: style you have it's kind of the same as love languages as well like the main ones there's like four or five Mm -hmm. a lot of other people elaborate on them quite a bit so then other sources can give you like 25 different attachment styles and there's a lot but yeah we'll we'll Um, I think it'll be really interesting to do an episode on that one. Yeah, definitely. So
0: we're in episode six of the season and we haven't had a guest this season. We had three guests last, three, four guests last season. Three, four, yeah, yeah. But I've really enjoyed it just being so far I know, me too Um, and I think it's because we've just been so busy the last few months that we it's so difficult to even find time to catch up so it's really nice that when we get to do the podcast we're catching up and chatting to each other but we do have an idea we were just again discussing just before we started recording about a particular topic that we want to have a guest on for that'll probably be towards the end of the season because I'm trying to think of timelines when we want to release that one I've enjoyed this
1: chat yeah, me too. This is good. We say that every time. We always enjoy this. Yeah, we always enjoy chatting. We always enjoy. Oh my God. Like uh, speaking of that, like someone, one of my friends just sent me, I was just talking about that we were recording an episode and uh, he was like, um, oh my God, the amount of times that both of you just go off on a massive tangent and talk about the most, it would just go completely off topic. And then I was like, the amount of time Sarah sends me like Snapchats of her editing Podcast and like you're just pissing yourself laughing about this. Oh my goodness! Extremely unrelated topic that we're going in depth, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Why do we do this? Why this is why we have like three hours of of, of time <laughs> oh, to like yeah, uh, yeah
0: squeeze down. down, but yeah, but you guys enjoy it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, we were just this is the third time I've said we were just talking before we started oh. um we've just been receiving so much love recently from you guys and it's just so nice because obviously this isn't our job we don't make an income for this at all but we really really enjoy it and it makes it so worthwhile whenever you guys share your feedback with us yeah it is really nice if you don't know you can now as well you've always been able to leave reviews on Apple podcast but you can now also um, rate our podcast on Spotify so if you rated us five stars we would just be so grateful and reminder to follow us on Instagram if you don't already share this episode to your story if you're feeling kind because very soon we're going to be launching a little giveaway and we'll announce the winner once we receive 500 followers on Instagram that's our little goal for the next like little while let us know what you want to see on Instagram um and if you just want to hear from us day to day on there um but yeah i've enjoyed this chat obviously of course yeah, always i always enjoy this chats with you either
1: no. <laughs> See, there you go, words of affirmation. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Honestly, guys, like if you look through our messages, you'd be like, oh get me a bucket, guys. Yeah, stop. Yeah, stop going a, on fucking room. <laughs> 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 Definitely. Uh, but anyways, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for getting involved on Instagram and talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.